Welcome back to another episode of Friendly Shake on Sports Podcast. Today we'll be talking about the NFL Week 5 as well as a look ahead into Week 6. There are some great games that happened and some duds like always. But to start off, we're going to hit up Monday night game with the Packers and Raiders and the Raiders... Kind of upsetting the Packers, I would say. I don't want to fucking talk about it. <laughs> I pissed. wonder why. I'm still pissed off. Uh, I have so many feelings about this game. I genuinely thought that last week was just, you know, it felt like I was watching Aaron Rodgers games again where we decided to not play for three quarters and then show up for one quarter. But Aaron Rodgers even sometimes win. The Raiders are not a good NFL team. But what I learned last night is, even after the first three, four games, after everyone saying, oh, the Packers might be a playoff team, the Packers might be a bad NFL team too. I do not understand, and maybe you can back me up on this, I do not understand how Jordan Love goes from a 6-0 touchdown to interception ratio to throwing three interceptions, one of which he stared right at his receiver and proceeded to throw a dart right to a Raiders defenseman. (laughs) How does he do that? And on top of that, the wide receivers are volleying it up like it's a freaking volleyball for the Raiders to just come in and intercept the football. It makes no sense. And I'm, I had a tough morning this morning. I drank four beers last night. I only wanted to drink two. It was a Monday, and I had a slight hangover from my one-on-one with my boss because the, that, the Packers did that to me, Hussam. I hope our boss doesn't actually listen uh, you to know what? I don't care. <laughs> I probably told her during the freaking meeting. Sorry, I'm a little hungover from the Packers. Bullcrap. <laughs> Granted, we both work for the same company and yeah. the same boss. <laughs> she is a wonderful, wonderful person. But, oh, my God, I could not stand it. And, uh, by the way, when I say four, one of those was a big freaking mug. So a tall was, boy? Yeah, probably not a tall boy, a mug. Oh, God. The ones that you have at, like, Oktoberfest in oh, Germany. Oh, God. Literally the same insignia, by the way. That bar has the same exact oh, mugs cool. they have there. I noticed Was that. it the Packers bar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's a great bar. Yeah, it's pretty uh, fun. And I can't wait Wish to. Wish they had food. Well, I mean, they do potluck style. I kind of like that. By the way, they had this crab dip last night. Oh, I'm jealous. It was so good. But, um, no, I I can't wait for the next... How many freaking games are we in now? Ten? Sorry, five, so we have 12 more games left? Yep. I get three more months of probably drinking my sorrow away on Sunday. It's okay. I'll join you as a Steelers fan. That's true. Yeah, we're both kind of in the shithole this year. But, I mean, the Raiders, they don't look good either. (laughs) they don't. Like, they look quite awful. Uh, But... The things I'll say about the Raiders, the Packers defense a little bit more, I don't understand why Preston Smith is the one guarding Devontae Adams at times, and you need to rely on more than just Kenny Pickett. Not Kenny Pickett, sorry. Kenny... (laughs) Well, I'm mixing up names. You really are. Kenny Clark getting behind offensive lines and getting to the quarterback for the Packers D. Jair, you know, he's doing fine, but they can game plan around him, and uh, it's not good. On the other side of the ball, the Raiders have Josh Jacobs, who the Packers run I mean, defense isn't horrible that good, season, but he's not doing good, like you said. He ran sixty-nine well yards, twenty us. carries, one touchdown. He averaged three and a half, which isn't still very good, but, no, but he was it's probably his best game of the season rushing mm. the ball. But then Jacoby Myers goes and has himself a game and a half against us. He's actually been a really good he's Raider, good. though. This he's year, good. he's way better this year with the Raiders than he was with the Patriots last year. I'm not year. sitting here saying he's a bad receiver. I'm just sitting here saying, how do we manage to cover Devontae for three quarters and then Jacoby Adams is literally you mean on Jacoby the Jacoby Myers? Myers, sorry. Jacoby Myers, sorry. I'm mixing names up. I'm enraged. 
I can tell. But um, you still shut down Devontae Adams. Four receptions, 45 yards. You yeah, can keep Devontae under 75 yards in a game. Well, what sometimes was, in a half. What was That's his, impressive. Uh, what was the stat line? Four, four receptions, 45 yards. And I, mean, I think one catch was 20 yards. Yeah. He was, I think, one for 12, though, going into the fourth. And he, like what I'm saying, why do we have Preston Smith guarding uh, You still Devontae? kept him under 50. But we literally had him guarding Devontae at one point, and Yeesh. it was on a cl- key play, and, of course, they got a first down out of it. It probably resulted in a score, and, you know, it's just it's struggled. We're on the struggle bus right now yeah. as Packer fans. It's not good. At least you play in the NFC where you have a good shot. That's true. Yeah, we're playing against the Bears one more time, and the Vikings, who hopefully they keep up the way they're playing. But that's all I want to say about Monday night. We we can go into more important matters yeah. that aren't the... I'm just going to quickly just make my points. You know, him having three interceptions is not a good luck. But no. you can kind of give this a mulligan a little bit. They were probably the favorites. They came into Las Vegas and still made it close. They had a chance to win the game. They had so for... many opportunities yeah. to win, and they couldn't capitalize on a single one. And, um, I mean, the Raiders, you got to feel good about this win, starting off one and three. Seeing that you're a bad team and then going in and beating a team that... I mean, Packers got shellacked twice, really, against the Lions on Thursday, and then they lose this game Monday night. Yeah. Does Two primetime games. And the Lions is a playoff team. The Raiders are not. Yeah. The Raiders are not even a... They're not even a threat to anyone right now. Yeah, they're not not a playoff team, like you said. But all right, let's uh, move over. And actually, we have a nice little discussion today about quarterbacks and head coaches. Actually, before <laughs> yeah. we get into some game discussions, going over some the Hackett Bowl that happened between Nathaniel Hackett and Sean Payton. Really, we kind of thought about this a little bit. Well, first of all, I just want to say the the Broncos continue to lose to former Broncos coaches, which yeah. I think is hilarious. It is actually kind of funny. Yeah. But when you have so many coaches, those the chance of that happening does increase. Yeah, but they only lose. <laughs> That's true. But, yeah, when we thought about it, it kind of makes a good thing because, you know, the Patriots are losing right now without Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, and a lot of people have been bringing up the discussion of who was better, Brady or Belichick, and for Mm. a really long time, I would say it's a 60-40 or 70-30 where people are giving more credit to Belichick and less to Brady. And now that Brady's gone, it's like maybe Belichick wasn't that good. And it was all Brady. Yeah, still a defensive genius. I think he's still. I think he's still a great coach. But the numbers without Brady are kind of shocking. Like he's seventy-one and seventy-nine. QB is not named Tom Brady. Yeah. Granted, he has over three hundred wins. So. Well, I, I remember I wasn't even watching the uh, Patriots game, and I was just thinking to myself, with Sean Payton, obviously, you know, he has won without Brady in some regard. But right now, he's got Russell Wilson, and I mean, he. How good has he been without Drew Brees? How good has Andy Reid been? Well, Andy Reid's probably the exception because he had Donovan McNabb, was great with him. And then he He's w- been great with good quarterbacks, but, I mean, you have Patrick Mahomes. He Donovan also had Alex McNabb Smith, was great, And Alex Smith is a really, he's a former one overall. And yeah, but he was more of a game manager quarterback. I know he that was, but you can him, win games. You're you right. You can win the big game, but they kept having 12-win seasons with him. Yeah. I don't think Andy Reid had a lot of losing seasons until later on when the team was different with the Eagles, when they kind of rebuilt the Eagles. And that's when he had some losing seasons. But but my point is, there's a lot of, and I think both of our points are, and it, what's funny, we didn't even talk to each other about this. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, I was thinking the same thing for this week. Yeah. There's a lot of coaches that have had kind of 
star quarterbacks and they've like made them career greats. Mm-hmm. I actually think the one real exception right now in the NFL is, well, what's funny too is you could probably put Shanahan on that list because Brock Purdy's a stud and Jimmy Garoppolo just worked but really well in that system. Actually, what's really funny is Shanahan did have a losing record with quarterbacks not yeah, named no, Jimmy Garoppolo. It, it was like 4-17 and 17 Yeah, it was really bad. Was and that's one reason bad. when they were saying they should keep Jimmy G with the 49ers mm-hmm. because at least they're winning games compared yeah. to not winning. And they would get destroyed. Yeah. But Mike Tomlin, I mean, you look at him, and he has still he's dragged this team to 500. Yeah. Despite them. The last couple years. Yeah. Granted, he has an incredible defense, and but that helps. The offense still got to score a little bit. Yeah, and they are barely able to do that. My God, this offense sucks. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I would actually agree with Mike Tomlin and Andy Reid are probably the two best examples yeah. that you don't need a great quarterback because – as good as Mahomes and McNabb were, McNabb had some bad seasons, yeah. and they were still winning pretty well. And Alex Smith, he was a game manager where they were still winning. He still 10, 11 went games. eleven and five. Yeah. Yeah, that's impressive. Oh, it was either he eleven was, and five or thirteen and three. They had some disgusting. really good seasons like that, and that's mostly because of Andy Reid transforming Alex Smith. And it didn't help that you had a rookie Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey on your team those years. And Kareem Hunt. And People Kareem forget Hunt. how yeah, good he right. was. Yeah. The quarterback does make it, but to go back to that Brady Belichick debate, Matt Lafleur too. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. as a Packer fan, I'm gonna say it. Yep. But we have to see what he does with Jordan Love over the next couple yeah, years before it. we can say it. Why fire him? <laughs> <laughs> but to say this, you have to look back at Patriots teams. They were actually really good teams. Yeah, they, they were won. stacked on defense, or they had some great offensive weapons. And the Patriots teams that they have now are dog shit. They don't have any good wide receivers. They yeah. have no running game. Their defense isn't as good. Don't let Mac Jones hear you say that. He's going to punch you in the dick because he likes to do that on the field. Yeah. So imagine what he'll do off. He's right? a dirty player. He really is. I mean, I think he also got benched back-to-back games, and they put Billy Zappi in, or Bailey Zappi, or whatever his he name was. He sounds like an 80s superhero, man. Put him in. Does. Yeah, put and him it in didn't there. help. They still got shut out to the Saints. Yeah. A shutout. Yeah. I think the Caleb Williams and Drake May sweepstakes is beginning with the Patriots. They're going to get think him. so. Yeah, well, I'd I must say the Broncos, but well, no, the Broncos don't have a first-round pick. Their first-round pick goes to the Saints because they trade. Oh, the Saints will get Billy Zappi. The Saints won't get him Caleb either because Williams. you forget how bad the you forget how bad the Panthers are, and they're still the only team that is winless. Have so the that Broncos pick, won a game. Yes, I they still beat the I think, Bears. I think that they. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. They yep. did. I still think the Broncos find a way to get Caleb Williams. I don't think it's going to happen, not unless they trade like half their team away. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, but uh, sorry, I mean, it's Saints. I mean, yeah, I know Broncos, what you meant. Yeah, but I think uh, to go back to our discussion again, I would say it's sixty forty still in favor of the quarterback now. I agree. That other forty percent is the coach, but it also depends what they work with out around the quarterback. Because now with the money being thrown to quarterbacks, the rest of the team doesn't get as many good players. Yeah, there is a discussion to be had with how much quarterbacks get paid, and you almost don't have a choice. You don't look and like the can, Giants have. Yeah, and it can kind of ruin like even the future of your team for a little bit. Oh yeah. Depending on how much you pay them, even after they leave, and yeah, it just it really limits your team, and it, in such a way where you have no choice but to have that quarterback who is a superstar. You do well. Well, even a regular quarterback is making thirty-five million, which now. is nuts. And which is a third of your well. salary cap yeah. almost. You're not going to be able. You need then to hit 
on your other draft picks. Yeah. If you miss on any of this, and that's one reason the 49ers are so good is because they screwed up with Trey Lance. Yeah. They hit Brock Purdy. They hit Fred Warner. They hit. They got the trade for McCaffrey. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. They hit on the D4s Buckers when they got him. I mean, yes, they just got Randy Gregory yeah. from the Broncos for they nothing. Had Eric Armstead. Yeah. Trent Williams. Even when they got DeForest Buckner, I know he's not on the team anymore, but oh. they made the Super Bowl with that yeah. line. Don't forget, they also got Trent Williams. Yeah, from Trent the Williams Commanders. is pretty damn good. Yeah, Hall of yeah. Fame left tackle. Yeah, they're, so, they're the best team in the league. Yeah. There's a reason why we're talking about them. Christian McCaffrey. Yep. Everyone on that freaking team. They hit Debo Samuel. They hit Brandon Ayuk. They fit, they fit in that system. Mm-hmm. George Kittle. So I think that's another part that plays into that discussion. I'd much rather be a team like the 49ers. I would like to be a team like the 49ers, the Steelers, Chiefs. Well, the I'm putting the Steelers there because of Mike Tomlin. But I'm putting there because of Mike Tomlin and what he's doing. I'm fine with their defense. Yes, because that's where that 40% comes into play because he can rally those guys up and get them fired up, and that wins you games too. Yeah, it does. The Steelers, again, I don't think they're going to be a playoff team right now because they don't look like one. They don't. But they are going to be competitive every game because they have a good defense and a good coach. And they have a good coach. Yep. And normally teams with only one and none of the other are going to go 5 and 12 and this team's probably going to go 7 and 10, 8 and 9. Yep. If we went 8 and 8 with Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph one year. Yeah. Duck Hodges is a Hall of Famer. I don't care what people say. <laughs> okay. Just fill him in. Oh god. Well, yeah, so it's something to look for look into going forward this year and the next couple of years and how the quarterback head coach debate happened. Because for a long time it was always given to that coach and the players yeah. got diddly. Yeah, I, I was one of the people that sided more with the head coach, but it was also because I don't think quarterbacks should ever be given half of the freaking cap yeah. space. But now you can't win without a quarterback unless you get him on a rookie deal like Brock Purdy or you Kenny can't, Pickett. But or also Kenny. it's insane that you're paying like the twenty third best quarterback in the NFL forty million. Yeah. That's going to change. Yeah, it will. Yep. It has to. And speaking of money, guess who finally got paid? Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. He got a three-year, $42 million extension with 29 and a half guaranteed. That's a lot. Yep. But he's money. 24 years old. Yeah. He's still in the prime of his career. And I think it's the Colts is like an enigma, really, because when you're looking at the Colts, they did all this shit against Jonathan Taylor. They said he was a bad teammate. They said he was missing practice because of an ankle injury, yeah. a back issue, non-reasons. And then all of a sudden, right when they take him off the pup list, instead of trading him, they <laughs> give him an extension for three years and fourteen million. Forty average. million. Yeah, a fourteen million. He's now yeah. the third highest paid running back, I think, behind Henry and McCaffrey. Nuts. But and it's even wild because Zach Moss has been going off for yeah, them. Yeah, I was gonna say. It's funny that you sign your running back to a $42 million deal when you already have a workhorse in Zach Moss. Who's only getting paid a million dollars, I think, a year. 165 yards and two touchdowns. And this is not the first game that he has gone off. But he, He's been doing well the past three oh, weeks. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jonathan Taylor gets to run the ball six times for 18 yards. Yeah, but he was on a snap count the first week. Cares? They said he wasn't going to play much the first couple games to get back into football shape. I don't care. I'm starting Zach Moss next week if I'm the Colts. He's done so much for you over yeah. the past three games. There's no way you sit him. But guess what? You're going to. And that's because the Colts team is not run well. Well, I would actually say there's a method to their madness that I think makes a little sense. The reason you pay Jonathan Taylor that money, A, it increases his trade value if you want to trade him. Mm -hmm. It might be a little bit harder because he's got that high cap now, but it does show that you have faith in him. And if you're trying to do a little trade during the trade deadline, you can trade him or you can trade Zach Moss. Who you trade him to? Anybody that needs a running back like CMC last year. You could easily trade Zach Moss this year, too. Because now you've locked up Jonathan Taylor. Yes, you might lose your cap space in the 
lower paid running back, mm. you do have some extra leeway now. Yeah. On top of that, you're going to save both those running backs because now it's very similar to the Browns a couple years ago when they had Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Yeah. You can spell them both out, and I bet Jonathan Taylor is still going to get 1,200 yards by the end. Maybe not this year, but definitely next year. Probably. If he starts the whole season, but you're looking at him getting 1,000 to 1,200 yards and Zach Moss getting six to 700 yards. That saves the snap count, both those two players. Zach Moss already at six to 700 yards? What are his season stats like, I wonder? I'm just, just saying, really I'm saying combine those two oh, for next Oh, yeah, yeah, season. absolutely. And it also saves Anthony Richardson some hits because, man, that guy got to learn not to take hits. And it's not that he's yeah, – he's not shoulder. taking hits like Josh Allen and Cam Newton, Big Ben and Patrick Mahomes where they're being physical and lowering their shoulder and trying to get extra yards. He's being more reckless with running the ball. He is. Where he's taking unnecessary hits. And it's almost like he doesn't know how to get tackled properly, too. Well, NFL. it's almost like he doesn't know how not to run and just throw the ball away sometimes. True. We've seen quarterbacks like that before. He is a great runner, too. He is a great runner. But, my God. He's got to learn how to run. Throw the football, too. I think that's the issue. He doesn't know how to run in the NFL. Yeah. He, he landed is, on his shoulder funny. Yeah, he sprained his AC joint. Yeah. He has a grade three sprain with his AC joint. He's out at least a month and a half. Oh, that's a lot of time. Yeah. That's and a I lot think, of time the Colts need him for, yep. too, because they're 3-2 and two right now. They're in right in the playoff hunt. where they could actually compete to win. And look, if Anthony Richardson's oh, there and they keep this play up. Where they're playing the Jaguars in a couple of weeks, I think next week or this week. Yeah, I mean, the Titans are, well. Well, we'll I talk about the Titans in a minute. But yeah. Yeah. I think that's something just to look out for is that that's not a very good thing for him. And he's got to – I mean, T.Y. told him, a lot of other players told him, bro – you take your hits when you need to take them, but you're not taking reckless hits. Did you just call him T-Watt? T-Watt, Terrence. T-Law. Trevor oh, Lawrence. I heard you. I yeah, T-Watt, okay. Trevor Lawrence. He told him during that game in the first week, he said, bro, you can't be taking – he left that game too for yeah. a while. Yeah. He's, he's left every game he started. Yeah, it's not good. No. It's a, like I know that people are saying that he's having a good He's having a good season. rookie year. I disagree. If you're injured every season, every your game. career's fucked. I yeah, agree. every game, your career is bad from the get-go. I don't care if you're getting two rushing touchdowns a game. If, you're all, if you can't finish a game, it's not you're helping. not my quarterback. Yeah. Because, like, you can't be a reliable starter. Mm-hmm. Especially in the NFL where quarterbacks are getting paid. Yeah. You want to make it past your rookie deal and at least do decent where you're going to make $150 yeah. million, $200 million. I can't rely on a guy who's missing eight no. games a season. Like, absolutely you can't do that. not. No. I can't even, there are big questions around quarterbacks that miss – Three One to game. four games or a two season. games, exactly. Yeah, like Lamar Jackson, I think he had like four or five games. He is missed not... in two, three seasons. Oh in yeah, a row. he played like only half a season the last yeah. couple years. And they were like, "What the hell's going on? Are we going to pay?" And they finally broke and paid him. Yeah. But yes, that was the reason why he wasn't yep. getting paid. I honest to God think it was just fans hyping him up as a, the number two quarterback in the NFL, which, which is, is rightfully so. I mean, he was up there with his numbers when he was playing. His MVP season. Well, even before those injury-ridden years. I don't think he so, was, but, I mean, he is, this season he is he's playing a, like his MVP season. Yeah, he's, he's, a top, a he's in the top ten quarterback discussion. I'd say right now he's a top five this season. Not after that Steelers game. But, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, I think uh, the Colts are a fun team to watch right now. And you're right, at three and two, they have a chance to make the playoffs if yeah. AR is there. Mm-hmm. So it's something to look out for. Hopefully he comes back and the AC joint isn't an issue. Because we saw with Josh Allen last year who had a similar injury, and he kept playing. It's not good. No. You could see he couldn't throw the ball down the field. He looked bad. I mean, AC joints are not good yeah. for elbows. I mean, 
quarterbacks, those shoulders are billion-dollar shoulders. I think Colts just got to go with Gardner Minshew at this point. Oh, I think they're definitely going go with yeah. Minshew because you got to save AR from himself, too. Yeah. You can't let him go back out there. And I think as the coach, he's got to sit him down, and the whole team's got to sit him down saying, bro, you've got a good line in front of you. Mm-hmm. You just got back Jonathan Taylor. We're going to run the ball down people's throats, and we're going to play off play action. Yes, we want you to run the ball because you're a freakish athlete, but you've got to be smart with it. You've got to look at how Patrick Mahomes runs, Russell Wilson runs. Those two guys are the perfect people if you're a quarterback, or even Lamar in certain cases. Those three guys, they're the ones you want to emulate your running style as a quarterback because they don't take the hits. They get first downs, and they get out of the field. Yeah, the other thing is, too, the Colts have a couple of good throwing options. Obviously, Michael Pittman. He's having a good season. He's having a good season, but so is Josh Downs, yeah. who's a nobody. And this year, he's, having, he's had a couple of good games. His past game, he did pretty well. Uh, the game against the Ravens a couple of weeks back, 8 for 57. So he's kind of been present with Gardner Minshew. With Gardner Minshew throwing the ball, this team has multiple options, it seems. And Zach Moss has been doing fantastic. Yeah. And like you said, now you get JT back. Now this team has options. Now we can actually see how good this defense that Colts fans have been clamoring on about for a I decade I think their defense now. is still kind of a weakness. Shaquille Leonard's kind of good. Yeah, Buckner's good. I do too, but now yeah. their de- offense can actually stay on the field. Oh, yeah. Because now if you have multiple options where you can move the chains and keep your offense off the field, keep your defense Get those off, third down conversions. Yeah, and like they're not tired all the time. Yep. All of a sudden, you know how to win games. That's how they beat the Ravens. That's mm-hmm. how they beat the Titans. That's how they're going to win games, and that's how they could make the playoffs. Yep. I make an argument that if AR was one of those games, they probably would be potentially 4-1 and one, maybe. Maybe, if he's maybe. not hurting himself. Yeah. Yeah, but – Let's move on to another game. We're talking about the Colts and the Titans. Well, we haven't really talked about the Titans, well, we but they're mentioned boring. the Titans just a little bit. Just yeah. talk about King Henry finally losing his throw, maybe. Yeah, well, yeah, he's 30, 31. He's 30, and I think, you know, he's not making the case for running backs doing well when they hit 30. Yeah. I mean, granted, the Titans are not a good team, and people are stacking the box against the Titans, but true. I don't know if he's had a 100-yard rushing game yet. Um... I don't think he has, if I'm being honest. I think he's come close once or twice. but Oh, I mean, scrimmage, yes, he's had over 100 yards. Yeah, Actually, yeah. I'm sorry, against the Bengals, he had 122. I, was say, I think Bengals, he had a good game. That was his only game he ran for over 100 yards. Other than that, yeah, I don't think he's had one. 63, 80, I, I think the 20 against was, the Browns. Yeah, he was bad against the Browns. I think he had 80 against the Chargers. Yep. He was like 25 for 80 against yep. the Chargers. Yep, so. Yep. so it's been a slow season. Um, there's opportunities for him to get big rushing games. I think their backup Falcons, running back maybe. is someone to look at. Because he's getting a oh, lot yeah, more no. shares. Yeah. To John, something, he's getting a lot more shares. Yeah, if you're in a fantasy league. Maybe grab him up. Uh, I haven't put down FOB for him, for sure. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, but there's not really much to say about the no, Titans. No, they're uh, going to be a bad team. Will Levis, I think, will be starting boring. after the bye week. They're two and three, and they're like the most boring team in the yeah. NFL. I want to see Will Levis start. I mentioned it early on that after the bye week, they're going to be in this situation. I kind of said they'll be two and four. I'm just shocked you want to watch a Titans game. <laughs> I don't want to watch a Titans game, but I think you put the rookie in at this point. Fair. Get yeah. rid of Tannehill. Oh, no, I agree. know what you got. Put Will Levis in after the bye week and see what he can do. See if you got to rebuild or not. Bye yeah. Agree. Yep. Next game, I want to go to the Cowboys a little bit. That Cowboys-Niners game on Sunday night. First, I got to mention to Micah Parsons, dude. Uh-huh. How can you even say your defense is on the same level as the 49ers? Yeah. 
You're a little disillusioned there, buddy. I love Micah Parsons. I think he's a top three defense player in the NFL, and he's one of the few people that could win an MVP as a defensive player. Yeah. He's that much of a game changer. But, bro, you cannot say that you're on the same level as the 49ers when you gave up 42 points on defense and the Niners gave up 10. I mean, the reality is you're calling, you're labeling it the wrong team game. It, it, that was the 49ers game. Oh, it was the 49ers game. Every game the 49ers plays is the 49ers game. Yep. This team right now is the best team in football. Is so much better than every team in it's football. It's not even a question. They should win this. They should win. Why am I calling it the Stanley Cup? The Super Bowl. <clears throat> They're nasty. Everything about this team. Brock Purdy throws on good defenses with ease. They have multiple running backs destroying alleged good defense. Who the hell is Jordan Mason? I don't know. And why did he average 6.9 yards a carry against the Cowboys defense? I have no idea. Well, probably because they didn't use McCaffrey at a certain point. They didn't need to. They didn't didn't even use Debo Samuel. George Kittle caught three passes, all of them for touchdowns. You know what he is. It was like 67 yards. Yeah. And you know what he is. He is a red zone guy. He is a blocker. So when he goes on routes, they're throwing him the ball. Yeah. So just guard him. What happened? And on top of that, Tony Pollard, this dynamic, amazing rushing threat, who is good. He is good. Top 10 running back last year. I don't know if he's going to be a top 10 this year. Well, the way it's looking. he just stunk. And also Mike McCarthy is calling plays. I discussed yeah. this earlier, the Mike McCarthy play calling experiment should have been over two weeks ago. I think so at the, the bye week game. you're going to see some changes for them. And we mentioned Dak Prescott playing bad too. Let's not even talk about it. Been. He has not been good since he got paid. Well I, well, I think I mentioned, did I? I know maybe it, not, it might not have been in the podcast, but I know I've talked about how I just don't trust anything Dak Prescott does. I think we both mentioned that. We talked about their red zone inefficiencies yeah. the last couple they of weeks. They didn't make it to the red zone. No, they they didn't. fixed their red zone issues yeah. by not making it there. That is 100% because the first three games, I think they were three and eight in red zone appearances yeah. because their defense was just getting turnovers and everything. Mm-hmm. But we talked about saying if you get an offense, it doesn't matter if your defense is scoring 30 points for you. Yeah. If you're in the red zone, you still got to get touchdowns to keep the confidence up for that offense. Yeah. Yes, you're not going to get a touchdown every single drive, mm. but you can't go three and eight in two games and get six field goals yeah. or something like that. That's not going to win you games in the long yeah. run. And we're, this is unfortunate, too, because we are kind of slowly seeing the downward progression of Dak Prescott. He was amazing his rookie year. First couple of years. Yeah. and like, That ankle injury and well, the you wrist heard, injury. You heard just the hard work he did his rookie year, too, yeah. learning the playbook. Having these guys that he could trust. Fourth-round pick. And now all of a sudden it's just like, all right, I am a bottom yep. of the league quarterback, and I know it's against the best team in the NFL. Yeah. And the best defense in the NFL. Don't forget, they also lost Kellen Moore in offense. That's a that huge hurts. loss. That hurts. That does hurt. And you're seeing the regret from that now, I think, more. But it's unfortunate that a coordinator, he is such a heavy dependency on a coordinator. Some quarterbacks are like that. True, but quarterbacks like that, usually they get exposed as soon as they leave. And to be totally fair, I don't think the Cowboys are a bad team. No, they're still a playoff caliber team, but the injuries on defense are starting to rack up a little bit, too. Yeah, the the injuries are racking up. And then, I mean, it's not like anyone who thinks that the Cowboys – offense is getting exposed it's just being silly well i don't think being exposed but it's more showing their true colors though yeah well that's what i mean by getting exposed but i think we kind of knew that this was their team i just don't think we thought i think we thought this was going to be like a 27 to 14 or 
18. I'm not going to lie. I figured the Niners would win this game, but Same. it would be close within 14 maybe. Uh, yeah, I didn't think it was going to be. 7 to 14 32 points. points, yeah. Yeah, no, that's unreal. It was nuts. Especially for a Cowboys defense that prides themselves on getting turnovers and sacking the quarterback. Michael Parsons had a bad game. Fred Warner had a freaking amazing game. Best linebacker in the NFL, let's be honest. One of the I, best. I, I inside linebackers, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I said he's the best yeah, yeah. inside linebacker oh, he, in the NFL preseason. Is. He killed yeah. me in fantasy. Yeah. He got like 17 points on de uh, for a defensive player yeah. and then, I mean, on his own. Yeah, like they didn't have a sack. They didn't have a pick. You didn't touch Brock Purdy. No. And, and if you get a clear pocket, I don't care who your quarterback is, it's yeah. easier to throw the ball if you get a clear pocket and you're not worried about pressures. The other thing is, too, a lot of um, guys who do this for a living are sitting there finally like saying, I think it's finally time we take Brock Purdy seriously as a great quarterback. Isn't he 10 and 0? Yeah. Why is it taking you this long? He well, has been doing this. I, under, I understand that it's only 10 games. It's a small sample size, and I know they lost that NFC game because he was hurt. Yeah. And it's hard because he didn't play against probably the best team in the NFC last year. Well, yeah, I agree with that. But also at the same time, it's a small sample size, and you're sitting there going, he took a team whose starting quarterback was injured, and he drove them to a conference championship game, mm -hmm. and then, like you said, lost because he was hurt. He is clearly... A very important call. He's way better than weird. Trey Lance. Oh, yeah. He's way better than most quarterbacks in the NFL. I would agree to that. But I think that also makes a discussion when we were talking about quarterback and head coaches earlier. Yeah. That if you put Mac Jones or Kenny Pickett in that offense, would they be doing the same thing? Because then you have Kyle Shanahan as the OC, mm. who is probably the best OC outside of Andy Reid. Well, I've said this before. I think right now he's the best coach in the NFL. Right now, right now. he's the best coach in the NFL. Fair. But I'm talking about just from play calling because he also calls plays. Yeah. If you put Kenny Pickett, Mac Jones, any of the shitty quarterbacks yeah. in the 49ers offense, you could make an argument that the team would still probably be good. Yeah. There is another team I would actually like to see that experiment being done. That's the Dolphins. Yeah. So I think Mike Daniels is also kind of that new Well, he's gen. from my, the Cal yeah. Shanahan system. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I want to see if that's the case with them, too. Potentially, but they also have really good weapons in the Dolphins that as well. That helps. When you've got Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle and – um, Raheem Moser and all those guys. And that's what the 49ers have, too. Is it, That's what we talk about. It's like, who else is around the quarterback yeah. and the coach? When you've got all-star players, all-pro players around you, it does help a lot. Yeah, it does. It, it definitely It makes does. the game calling easy. It's like when the Killer Bees were at Pittsburgh. Mm. You didn't have to worry about stuff. Okay, Le'Veon's going to get 150 yards today. AB is going to catch 200 yards. Ben's going to throw yeah. for 400 yards. You're not worried about it because you've got these playmakers around you. Floors you. 10 games. Yeah. Like 10 wins. Yeah, you can easily get that. So I think that's another part of playing to it. But oh, yeah, Brock no. Purdy right now is definitely turning heads, and he's making everybody regret. Very similar to Brady. I mean, I drafted him in a fantasy league you did. with confidence. Not in ours, but my other no, one, yeah. and I start him so on oh, a yeah. regular basis. I mean, very similar to how Brady had it when he was drafted in the seventh round. Mm -hmm. I think Brock Purdy's got the same blue chip shoulder on the back. I agree. Like he's got, like, you know, a little chip there saying, you know what, all these guys passed over me. I was the legit last player you in the draft. heard it first. Husson thinks that Brock Purdy is going to win more Super Bowls than Tom Shithouse Brady. I definitely did he's not say that. He's a nobody compared to Brock Purdy. Husson I did not it. say that. I'll say it. You I'm just kidding. That. I'm not going to say that. You say that. I think I will, you might have to end the podcast. I will say that I, the 49ers are winning the Super Bowl. Like, There's still a lot of games left. I don't give a shit. Happen. 
I don't give a single. They crap. are the favorite. They are the yeah. number one team in the NFL. Well, I, I shouldn't no say that. There's no disagreement right, to that. Because the Chiefs are going to have it rigged somehow. Yeah. And can we get to that game next, please? Yeah, we can get to the Chiefs game. Oh gosh, I'm I'm done with the Chiefs. I know I said it last week. I'm officially a Chiefs fan. Chiefs Vikings hater. was messed up. It happened again. Especially against the pass interference call you're talking about in the end zone and the one yard line. You're yeah. talking about that call. And also the they the um. The helmet hit yeah, by the, the ref? Yeah, the helmet hit. Or, no, not the helmet. I'm talking about the player. I think it was. So the one guy hit uh, Kirk. He threw oh, he the doesn't ball. Oh, he not think of that player. And they were like, oh, no, no. So there was this one play where it, and it should have been called. There should have been two flags. And the flag when the guy was tackling Kirk was specifically not thrown. The ref said this because he swatted the ball. In the replay, he did not swat the ball. It was... I can't remember what the exact call was, but it was basically, it, it was a uh, passer interference. It was yeah. a bad tackle. It was a little late, and it was like on, around the head and neck. Yeah, yeah. And so that's a flag. On top of that, the DB was holding a guy, and so they were saying that it was um, uncatchable. It was not uncatchable. He was holding him and preventing him from running his route that he was clearly trying to cut inside on, and he would have caught the ball. That was the play I'm thinking about yeah. because that was the pass interference that they took the flag away yeah, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they took that flag away. But when there was like two and a half minutes left. Yeah, but right? they also didn't throw a flag on the QB getting hit, which yeah. was an illegal hit. So, there again, two missed calls. There was a third one, too. And, yeah, my friend Trevor texted me saying there was a third one where apparently they missed like three penalties. Well, no, this was pretty big where the Chiefs – D lineman or linebacker took his helmet off. In yeah, the yeah, of the that was field. the same play. That was the same play. Yeah. And then the ref told him, "Put your helmet back on," because normally if you take your mm -hmm. helmet off, it's a 15-yard penalty. It's a yeah, it's an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty because you can't take your helmet off unless you're on the sidelines. Mm -hmm. And the ref told him that twice, and he kept his helmet off, and no fine, no yeah, penalty. No happened. flag. Yeah. And that was right after the pass interference call, so that should have been. You know, it did, yeah, it yards. didn't matter. Yeah. I'm just convinced that the refs want the yep. Chiefs to win. I think it's absolutely bullshit. I think it's just kind of – it's starting to be like the Patriots a little bit with that kind of the refs looking that way. I'm not yeah. going to say that because I still have some integrity for the league, to be honest. But You heard me last playoffs. I, yeah. I said, yep, yeah. the NFL's rigged. Yeah, it's – it's rigged for the Chiefs right now. It's hard and not to say that based on what's going on, but I'm going to have a little bit more faith. I have four examples. I know. Two of them are in the playoffs and two of them the last two weeks. Well, the playoff ones, the players that were penalized for it agreed that they made the mistake. I don't care. Ooh, I so, don't care what the players think. Well, they're they're, the they can't the say play. anything against the refs because they don't want to get fined. I mean, true, but they said it right away. It's not like they even had a second to think about it. I mean, if they really had some gumption, I mean, they would say it against the refs and take the fine. I would. It's not I like these too. guys are making the money for it. It depends on how much the fine is. But. Yeah, but outside of that, big news, Justin Jefferson's out for the next four weeks. Yeah, I did see that. Hamstring injury. Yeah, uh, it sucks. If you've got Jordan Aniston on the fantasy team, start him. I got him on one of mine. Oh, yeah. I got him on one of mine, too, but I'm playing against him. I also have Madison. Oh, that was another thing. Madison uh, dropped. He had a great game, yeah. but he missed an he easy missed, touchdown. Yeah, he missed an easy touchdown. Screen pass. If he turns he, his head back, that's a touchdown he yeah. missed. The Vikings should have won that game. I don't know about one, but they no, should have at least gone to overtime. They should have won. They should have won to overtime, at least. That's fair. I'm giving the Vikings one. Just Kirk like Cousins is not the reason they're losing games. No, none at all. Anybody that says that is not watching Vikings games because he is doing everything he can to at least keep the games yeah. in reach. And you know what's funny? They're 0-4 this year on one-score games Yeah. when they were 11 or last year. You know the other It's funny how too, that story changes really quick. I, I forget who I was talking to about this, but I was talking about Kirk Cousins 
and he's a Jets fan. No, I remember I was talking to my Jets buddy about this, and uh, he was talking about Kirk Cousins, and I know you mentioned, so we're not talking about trade rumors until our trade deadline, but... That's within my notes. Yeah, yeah. but he is, uh, he's happy in Minnesota. He's got family there, he's got a house there. I think he wants he to stay there He loves Minnesota. I don't think he's leaving. And, like, I don't care how much grief he's gotten. He's already gotten paid. He's yeah. made the most money as a quarterback the last 10 years. He ain't leaving Minnesota for the Jets. He doesn't want to go to New York. It's interesting because Jay Jetta even made a comment. I'm not sure if it's true or not, mm. but it was a tweet I saw or an article I saw where he is looking to see where Cousins goes because he likes playing with Cousins. I believe it. And that's one other reason mm. why they didn't get a long-term deal done for him. I'm not sure if that's the real truth. Maybe that's a little outside noise trying to go in there to inflate Justin yeah. Jefferson's st- salary. He's, he's trying to get quarterback money. Yeah. And he rightfully deserves a $35, $40 million Tyreek. I think more than Tyreek. He's, he's younger. Adams, yeah. He's five years younger than those guys. He's only 24. Which one are you giving him, 35? 35, easy, I think. That's where it's got to start, I think. you got to give him quarterback money. Because he is a game changer. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what he wants when his uh, contract time comes around, but he's getting a lot. Yeah, I mean, he's not it's getting a lot damn. now. No, he will be getting a oh, lot. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is he is going to get a to new get a bank. Lot. Yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah. Put your money over in Swiss private right. account. Right. Don't keep it here, man. No, he's uh, the Vikings, I think, should have won that game. The Chiefs are frauds because they should have lost the last two games, and they should be 2-3. and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, And I can't be convinced otherwise. Yeah, it's hard to say that after the way the games have been broken down. Yeah. Granted, that Chiefs defense is really good, and yeah, I it think is. it's an underrated part of why they're winning it's games this year. the best part of their team. It is easily the best part. Chris Jones, all those rookie first-round, second-round picks they've got on defense, mm-hmm. they made good picks with the late picks they've had. Yeah, they have. And uh, I think this might be one of those years where, like, when Brady won it in – Ben won their Super Bowls off the defense yeah, off more the defense. than offense. The, if the Chiefs win a Super Bowl this year, as good as Patrick Mahomes has been and as good as Travis Kelsey is, mm. their offense isn't a top 10 offense this year. No, I agree. It's not a top 10 offense. It might be a top half, but yeah. right now I can think of five, ten other eight offenses off the top of my that head. That are way better than them. Yeah, easily. Yeah, so that is something to look forward to, and we've been mentioning it a lot because I think as long as that defense keeps Chris Jones there, and then a couple of those great corners they have, mm. and Nick Bolton's healthy, they'll be fine, I think. They're going to shut down more team play. They're going to get a lot more opportunities in offense yeah. because that defense is going to get their get the opponents off the field quicker. Yeah. Nick Bolton was, yeah, he's huge for that defense. Yeah. I, I know we talked about him briefly before the season started, in the one episode we had before the season started. Yeah. But, yeah, that, their defense is what's keeping them around mm-hmm. and guarantee, guarantee, guaranteeing them these games. I can't speak. It's yeah, so late. It's, yeah, it's, we're almost at the end here. <laughs> Jesus. We've done a lot of episodes today. Yeah, and, that's um, true. We're working hard, guys, yep. so give us money. MJ, I didn't <laughs> listen to the episodes. <laughs> uh, let's, go to def- let's keep the defense talk going right now. Uh, what are you let's go to about the there? Pittsburgh Steelers-Baltimore yeah. Ravens game. Defense wins championships, folks, and Pittsburgh showed that big time. The game was ass. It was a bad game. But you know what? <laughs> I don't know if you saw the stat. And since Mike Tomlin and Harbaugh have been coaches for the Steelers and Ravens, you know the total points scored between the two teams at the start of that game was? Are you talking about total or average? Total points scored, like between both teams when they played against each other. How long have they been around both for almost 15 years, yeah, both of them. I was going to say 13, 14 years. Yeah. Playing each other Since 2007, times. almost. I'm going to say. They averaged almost three times the early years because they kept making the playoffs. Both. And so they play if 14-ish years, twice a year. So they play each other 28 times. Total points, 
Yeah. It's gotta be, let me guess, it's like 600. It's 709 for the Ravens and 711 for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Damn. And then if you look at head-to-head matchups, the Steelers have two more wins than the Ravens. It's almost a direct. No, yeah. There's a reason why every time they play each other. Those are rivalry games. I can't speak either now, folks. They split every game. Yep, almost. Yeah, the Ravens will win the next one. Out of the last seven games, too, just the last seven, the Steelers have won five out of seven, seven, or six out of seven now. Mm -hmm. And every single game has been decided by five points or less. Yeah, it's always one of those games. Yep. And just to talk about the Ravens a little bit, because I'll mention the Steelers in a minute, but this is the Ravens game that they lost. I am a Steelers fan O's, and I'm saying the Ravens shot themselves in the foot they and were, lost this game on their own. They were worse than the Packer, fan, the Packer yep. players balling the ball up. They yep. did that, and they just dropped it They had stopped running. They had 10 drops yeah, for projected insane. 180 yards and three touchdowns. On top of that... I don't know what they were thinking at the end of the first half with 12 seconds left, fourth and two on the Pittsburgh 18. Mm-hmm. They decided to go for it. They're taking a field goal with probably the greatest kicker in NFL history, Justin Tucker. True. They don't get that. They end the first half. They still keep the game 10-3. And then Pittsburgh comes out, gets a safety, makes a 10-5, inches close from a yeah. touchdown there. And then after that, Pittsburgh wins the game. They shut out the Baltimore Ravens second half. Yeah. I think the defense forced a turnover, two turnovers, Punt block that results in the that safety. Punt block, yeah. Yeah, and then on top of that, when the Ravens had got a lucky fumble off Pittsburgh special teams after we caused the fumble turnover on fourth down quickly. Yeah. And they got all the way down to the five yard line, and then Joey Porter Jr., rookie for the Steelers, Pittsburgh legacy player. Yeah, he's gets the interception. A good year. He's having a good defensive rookie year, and I don't know what is going on with the defense coordinator, but he's almost as stupid as Matt Canada, where he said that, you know, as good as he is, we're still not going to have him start every game. That's stupid. I don't understand. He saved that game with that interception against Lamar Jackson. Well, well I guess, okay, so uh, maybe we don't know what's going on there. Well, maybe the there's Steelers a reason why I say that. But do uh, not start on defense. T.J. Watt was the exception in the last 10 years. On offense, Steelers still wide receivers do not start him. that much. Yeah, I know. You still remember me. I know. Pissed I was. Yeah. We drafted Kevin King instead. Yep. Jesus, I'm a Wisco boy all the way through <laughs> and really through, are. and we missed that. No, they're, they're having a good season. Um, T.J. Watt, two sacks. Eight uh, sacks total. Alexander, yeah. He tore a ligament in his finger, kept playing, and uh, he said he's going to need surgery at the end of the season, but he's not stopping. I hope it doesn't affect his quality. Quality It's Alexander a torn finger ligament. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Alex Highsmith sack. So yep. the typical names you expect to hear getting involved. Make a pretty good. Well, good game. maybe I don't he know. He had a couple he, tackles. He did his job in the secondary. I mean, a lot some of, of those missed. blocks, some of those wide receiver drops that happened because Minka also interfered a couple times. Fair. But that being said, you know it's wild. Just going to the Ravens real quickly here. On the I actually want, I wanted to talk about the Ravens now too. So yeah. I mean, Lamar would have had a career game if the guys could have just held on to the fucking. Half ball. of them. Half those catches. Yeah, they, he would have had like 330 yards and like a touchdown or two. He had one for Zay Flowers on a go route that he was went wide right open. through Zay Flowers' hands. By the way, he's good too. Zay he's Flowers good. is very good. He's good. He had a bad game today. Yeah, I know. He well, he game. made. He still made a guy miss. He did. Well, that's the play that he missed the touchdown because it went right through no, his no, hands. No, I mean like he got on the sideline and oh, then he like yeah. just moved back. And oh, the yeah. guy missed him completely and he goes he down the field. He has good route movements. He was very good. <laughs> I'm still not sold because Baltimore doesn't know how to draft wide receivers, but he might be one of the guys that you know, finally you. breaks yeah. that mod. And then another thing on Lamar Jackson, as good as he is in the AFC North, because he has a 17-5 and record, he's 2-4 and four against Pittsburgh. Yeah. No, and he's yeah. lost the last five games against Pittsburgh, actually. Has he? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. That's not good. Well, I'm sorry. The Ravens have lost the last five games. He's lost four I'll of them. I'll say this. This one wasn't his fault. 
No. Yeah, this one definitely was well, not his fault. Uh, some of it was his mistake. I would give 10% to Harbaugh for not taking that field goal and making it 13-3 at the first half. Mm. You're putting then, 90 on Lamar? No. no, no, no. I'm not putting 90 on Lamar. I'm, I'm putting giving, 90 on the receivers. I'm giving 25% to Lamar because that interception in the red zone. And yeah, then, yeah, but those mistakes. And then happen. also, I think he had a fumble as well. I can't remember. I think it's he had Lamar. A Yes, and then the other 55% is going to go to the wide receivers for dropping everything. You mean 65? 65, yes. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, 25, yeah, 10, 35, 65. I'm autistic. Come yes. On. <laughs> yeah, well, I know my friends are going to say I can't count again, so there's more ad, more comments for that, guys. You can Kill probably, me later. It's almost midnight. I'm just waiting to hear you say you like another team so I can rip on you for that. Screw you. I'm going to make a list. No, but, yeah, the Ravens' defense also, like, it's not like they need to do enough. <laughs> defense against, doesn't do enough against Pittsburgh. You don't have to do anything no. against Pittsburgh's the offense. The one play we won is the play that they audibled for Matt Canada, and then Matt Canada is the only one on the upper boots with the rest of the coaches surprised it worked. Everybody else is hooraying and clapping, and Matt Canada looks dumbfounded. It's like, what happened? Somebody didn't listen to me. And then they said after the game that they audible to a go route, calling it Randy for Randy Moss, where they set the protection yeah. one way, and they just throw it to Pickens. Yeah. Which, by the had way, a career game. 130 yards yeah. and a touchdown. I, th I think it was a buck 30 in the touchdown. Was it only a yeah. buck 30? Yeah. It was a buck 30. I thought yeah. it was a buck 60. Yeah. He's, hey, I said it earlier this week. You said it at the beginning of the season. The dude can play. Mm -hmm. And if you want to actually figure out what your offense is, you've got to get rid of Matt Canada. And then you can start figuring out what Kenny Pickens is. Who knows where Deontay Johnson is right now? He's coming back over the bye. I know, but like, who knows what his growth has done with Matt Canada? Because yeah. George Pickens right now is, every play should be thrown to George Pickens. Oh, 100%. And DJ mm. is just going to help because DJ is the route runner that does no. the nitty gritty work, really. He's good at getting the go balls. I mean, too, the but... guy's George Pickens on this yeah. team, though. You throw to him. Oh, yeah. Anytime you need to contest, contest yeah. and catch, he's catching them. That Black Air Force energy is legit. Him oh, and yeah. AJ Brown are two studs at it. crazy at Georgia. Yeah. You just just throw him ten balls every game. Oh yeah, he'll come down with five or six, and the other four, they're contested. They're probably not going to get picked off, mm -hmm. as long as Kenny Pickett doesn't fuck up, which might be asking a little much. He hasn't done much bad shit. He hasn't done terrible, but it's more the offensive line than coaching. But to get off the Steelers, we'll just mention this: Pittsburgh's three and two. They're top the AFC North somehow, yeah. two and zero in the division. That means a lot. Coming yeah. off the bye week, they get a chance to re. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't going to give you too much crap about talking yeah. about your Steelers. There, yeah. It was a fucking weird Steelers game. Steelers-Ravens game, we got to mention it yeah, a little bit. That's it a high-profile game in the NFL. It was such a shit game, too. But It was It was giving me heart attacks, man. That whole game, I wish we had a game yeah. where we just cold-handedly won, like back in the day, I didn't have to worry about it. Got some gray hairs probably grown from these Steelers games. I have a luscious lock of hair. Yes, you did. Man, and it'll never change. Nope. Even if it does go gray, it's mm -hmm. going to be beautiful. Why should we go bald in like five years and gain 50 pounds? I can believe it, especially if the Packers keep losing the way no, they lose. it's fine. I'll just root for it. I mean, you, I'm just a self-hating Packer for <laughs> yeah. two years. It's fine. Let's talk about uh, another really, really good team, uh, the Bills. Yeah. <laughs> they fucking sucked this week. They did Bill things this week. That's that's what I wanted to say, because I know that they're getting a lot of hate, because they just dominated the Dolphins, and then they lose to the Jags in London. In London, I don't know how much that is. I think you told me that, too. You were like, I don't know if that bet's smart, because they're going to London, the I Jags did. are there. Yeah, and uh, Jags yeah, stayed sure. there for two weeks, and they won both their games, and hey, they're right back in the top of the division. To jail this time. But yeah, no, I, I think the Bills are still fine. Um, obviously, when you look at the Bills team, this past week, it was not a good game for them at all, especially with how the Jags were playing. Jags is Travis Etienne played amazing. Calvin yeah. Ridley had an amazing game. 
Trevor Lawrence had over 300 yards passing. This was the game I expected them to have against the Chiefs a couple weeks ago. This is the game we expect them to have every week. Almost, yes. But I know when we were talking about the coming out party where the Chiefs were a couple weeks ago. No. And they didn't get a single touchdown. They just got field goals. Yeah. But they were moving the ball against a tough Chiefs defense. That's why I have a lot of faith in the Jags. Because they've got so many playmakers there. And their defense is kind of good. It's still growing. Yeah. It's, it's not bad. No, but because of their weapons on offense, I don't think the defense has to worry about being on the field that much. I mean, the other thing is, though, too, the Bills offense. It's Stephon Diggs and then it, Yeah, else. well, it's the side of two different attacks. You had Josh Allen throwing for over 350 yards. Yeah. Which means Stephon Diggs, I think he had 120 yards or something. And like a touchdown, that. I think. And a touchdown. Yep. But, and so like other players on that team, they also had a lot of receiving Gabe Davis had a good too. game. I think he had 100 you know, yards receiving and a shocking. touchdown. Yeah, he did. And Deontay Hardy, 62 yards. James Cook got involved in the passing game. Yeah. And, I mean, Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox both had receptions, a couple of receptions. And then you look at the rush, and your leading rusher is Josh Allen. It's, with 14 I don't yards. think that's ever changing. 14 yards is bad, but I think the leading well, rusher of that team is going to be Josh Allen going James forward. James Cook has looked amazing this year. It's just that James Cook also... The Jags rushing defense, is it just secretly nasty or something? What's going on? It's... Because it was surprisingly good. Yeah, negative four yards on five attempts. But it's also the Bills who don't know how to run the ball very well. That's true. They're too. characteristically known now not for running the ball. Well, outside of Allen, James Cook seemed to have solved their issues <laughs> until this week. But that being said, what I'm saying is I actually don't think that this is James Cook's fault. No. I think that um, the Bills, like you said, just need to game plan a little better. And understand when you're going up a good rush against a good rushing defense, because this is the stuff that happens, and it's the reason why I always pick the Bills to lose in the playoffs. Yeah. Because their defense fails them more than their offense yeah. sometimes. Well, that is true, but also you can game plan against this offense. You can shut down Stephon Diggs. Yeah, if you can stop their running game and just get well, more than 20 points, you're going to win the game. Well, I mean, you really have to stop their passing game because they don't know how to run the ball. They Text run the ball. <laughs> well, I mean, they run the ball to – they don't run the ball to set up the pass. They run the ball because they're forced to run it just to run the ball 20 times or yeah. 15 times. Josh Allen is good enough where you actually don't need to yeah. run the ball at all. But, I mean, yeah. unfortunately, at that point, you're a very one-dimensional mm -hmm. team and you can just stop one receiver – Yep. I mean, Babe Davis, man, is... He's a, having a good season. He's he's good. I won't say he's great, but he's good. He's having a good season. He's a yeah. good. He's starting to become a good number two. I think Allen's trusting him a little bit more, too. That helps. And just to make a note about Josh Allen, I know people say he's reckless and he throws a lot of turnovers. He's not good in clutch situations. That's why we love him. Because this game, he threw an interception in the red zone when they could have won. Yeah. They drove down the field and... I remember turning. I remember leaving the game for a minute. I'm saying, oh, they're about to score. I come back and I'm saying, wait a minute. The score is still the same. He threw the interception. And I know people are saying he's reckless of the ball. He doesn't have game-winning drives. He's not as good as Mahomes. Fun fact, he actually has. Mahomes is here. Actually, career-wise, he is tied with Mahomes for 15 game-winning drives. That makes sense. I believe that. Yeah. And he has 11 fourth-quarter comebacks. Yeah. From active QBs that are in the league right now. So, I mean, for whatever people want to say that he's reckless, he doesn't know how to win the close games, he and Mahomes had the same number of game-winning drives at 15. Yeah. And they've both been in the league for six or seven years. So if you think about that, they're winning more games than they're losing. So they're not in situations to be in to have a game-winning drive. Yeah. Like, you know, Brady, Big Ben, Breeze, Stafford, those guys, they played in different eras where, you know, the defenses were still defense, mm. so you had more situation for game-winning drives yeah. compared to now. No, I agree. I, I just think this uh, 
This Bills team's fine. I, I'm They're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I'm not worried about this game. I think you have to worry about – I think they got screwed over with the scheduling because instead of playing the Dolphins a second time in December – in Buffalo, mm. they're going to be playing Miami now. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, so they played Buffalo early in Buffalo. I'm saying they played in Buffalo early, so that's something to look at. I mean, they for. won, so like, well, no, how screwed did they really get? But you want to be playing those games in December, really, because Miami's not used to playing cold weather. We'll see what happens. I don't think, I mean, it wasn't cold when they played earlier, and the Buffalo Bills oh, kicked I know, the I shit know. out of them. But I'm just saying it's a weather advantage that the Bills like to use. I don't know about that. They tend to lose in the playoffs at home, so. That's not always Allen's fault. That's the defense. I think it's everyone's fault as a whole. I think it's a Fair. Bills issue. Fair. That's what I'm saying when I'm Fair. talking about this. I think it's a Bills issue. Yeah, I'm and not I think they're going to take a hard look. And they keep one. drafting running backs to try to figure out the situation. Yeah. They just can't do it. What do you think about the Jags, though? They're tied with the Colts for number one in that I I still think they're going to win the division at the end of the day. They're the better team. Probably they should. And this was a game that kind of showed people that the Jags are for real. Yeah. Because they had a bend, don't break. Travis Etienne, the game plan for them, Trevor Lawrence throws for 300 yards, yes. And he made some phenomenal throws. There was one play to end the game where he threw the Calvin Ridley over-the-shoulder catch for 40-some yards. Yeah, I think I saw that. That was a beautiful play. I mean, that iced the game for them right there. Yeah. So I think – and Etienne had 130 yards rushing with two touchdowns, I think. I mean, mm. they had a fantastic game plan against the Bills. Like I said, I'm I've, I'm running that Jags train to the end of the year. I, I think they are a playoff too. team. They're going to win 10, 11 games in their schedule, potentially 12 to 13. I think that's a stretch. Well, because of how bad their de- division season. is. Their division's kind of bad. It's not good, but – <laughs> so they could easily we'll win five games in their division that's going to up their win total up a little bit. You know who – I hate to just switch the game on oh, no, like yeah. this, but you know who also had a good game that uh, I don't think anyone was expecting? Desmond Ritter yeah, from the Falcons? Yeah. yeah, he looked good, actually. Yeah. And I'm really interested to see what happens with this team now because Drake London, 6 for 78, cop hit 7 for 87. Both of those guys got involved. Bijan Robinson not having a big rushing day, but still getting involved in the pass game, caught a rece- the receiving touchdown that they had. Desmond Ritter with a rushing touchdown. So just kind of overall a dynamic game for him. I'm not going to sit here and praise Desmond Ritter. Kyle Pitts finally had a good game. game. Did you mention that? Yeah, I did. Okay. And Drake London. Yeah. And they both sucked. And Johnu Smith, by the way. It was a good which game. Which is weird. <laughs> I don't understand this Texans team. Like, they just destroyed Pittsburgh. Well, it's not saying much destroying Pittsburgh's offense, but well, still. The thing we've been talking about more and more quietly is that this Falcons defense is actually kind of good this year for after being probably the worst defense in the league. You only have one way to go when you're that bad. Yeah. And they spent good. Well, the Bears were the worst in the league last yeah. year, so they could have gone down. But you're right. They spent so much. They genuinely they looked at this players. defense and were like, yeah, we need to get better. They and got then good guys. They got better. They did. And they got the right guys, and they're playing well right now. Yeah. And meanwhile, on the other side of the ball, I think we saw um, – CJ Stroud didn't play bad. He still hasn't thrown an interception. That's his worst game, though. 250 yards and a touchdown, 20 for 35. Yeah, and it's his worst game. Yeah, those are decent numbers. Damian Pierce, though, he looks very human at the moment. Uh, But Dalton Schultz is clearly kind of uh, what he was with the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. He's the safety blanket for this team and for CJ Stroud because Dalton Schultz is a good tight end. And Tank Dell did get hurt in the third quarter. He did, which sucked. Yeah, Yeah. he got an ankle injury and was out for the rest of the game. Nico Collins, though, I think the game plan was just not – I think they game-planned around Nico Collins. More than Tank Dell, yeah. Yeah, and then I think when Tank Dell went out in, like, the third quarter. They could really focus. Because then Dalton had better game. He had seven for 65. He is that safety blanket for him, clearly. And that's what he was for Dak. Yep. 
And that's probably why we're seeing a downgrade on. Well, death. Ferguson's actually just replacing um, Schultz in that that's regard. Why I have Ferguson in all my leagues. Yeah, because I know uh, that's what Dak needs to be any kind of good. But and I think the Texans they had that one touchdown outside. There was a lot of field goals. Yeah. But yeah, the Falcons had a great game. This is Desmond Ritter's best game. He got a game-winning drive, helping yeah. score the field goal at the end of the game to win them the game. They scored 14 points in the fourth quarter. That's not easy to do. No, it's not. And I was a little shocked that they were able to do that just with their offense. But give credit to Desmond Ritter for that. He moved the ball extremely well. Oh, yeah. And uh, now they're 3-2. and two. They're second in the division. If the Bucks lose a game then and Falcons win, they're up half a game yep. in the Bucks. And so they're fighting for playoff spot and yep. the divisional win because uh, it's not going to the Panthers. And no, frankly, I, I, and I said this before, I don't think it's going to the Saints. Yeah. Well, I think they're fraud. They did just beat the Patriots. And they're the Patriots three and two suck well. ass. They and do. you just said they're going to win Caleb Williams. The Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Saints, I the Saints defense is good, though. It's That's a fun. little bit above average, and so they can win games off their defense, and their schedule is so easy. Like we talked about before, the Falcons and Saints have the two easiest schedules. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Those were the two teams we were banking on. We put the pa Panthers as a dark horse, <laughs> depending on how... I backed off the Panthers. I picked the Falcons. I mean, yes. But I put you, the, Panthers you the Panthers as a dark horse because of the team surrounding them, but I didn't expect the offensive line to play even worse this year than last year. I just, I backed off them because yeah. I just didn't trust that there was anywhere near enough for them to have a good yep. offense because there wasn't enough pieces. I didn't think they were going to have a great defense because there wasn't enough pieces. Well, the defense is good. The defense they, is They have a top right. 10 defense. No, they don't. The top 10? No. Yeah, last year it was a top Last 10 year defense. it was, yeah. And absolutely. this year I think it would be a top they 10. They do have two game. injuries. Yeah. It, Brian Burns is a top 10 edge rusher. Yeah. You can't say anything. Jeremy Chin, it's a top 10, maybe Hang top on, 5. No, you're, you're going to say that there's like 25 people in the top 10. They're, no, there's... They're, Jeremy Chin is easily. You can't say Jeremy Chin's not top ten safety. They're very good. I I don't know exactly where I would put him. Brian in Burns, rankings. I think, is but you can't, you can't say that both of these guys are top ten guys when they're this bad of a team. You can be as look how bad Pittsburgh is. No, Pittsburgh has two top ten guys. I know. But Sorry, I'm two top five guys. Two top five guys. So you're saying on two teams, there's four top no. ten guys, and they're both below 500 records. No, I don't believe that. On top of that, you have the 49ers. I know. You have yeah, all these, I, you have yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Parsons. No, they're not but, top five. They're not even top ten. Both not, of them the are Panthers not top defense, ten. Uh, Brian Burns is a top ten edge rusher. I won't give you, I won't give you both of them. Jeremy Chin's not having as good a season as he has had in the past, yeah. but off his playing card. I'm not saying they're bad. No, but I think Jeremy Chin's having a down year this year. Yeah, for sure. But overall, I think you can... I Brian Burns as a top 10 guy. Yeah, probably. I think Jeremy Chin would be a top 10 safety in the league if he was playing... To... Safety, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. I'm yeah. talking about safeties. If he was playing well. Yeah, like previous years. Yeah. But that's I'm not saying top 10 overall. I'm saying okay, top okay, 10 okay. in their position. I was worried you were talking about like top 10. No, 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 no. I'm that's talking right. about top 10 in their position. It's not very many good safeties, so. That's that's the other thing. So you're not even saying that much about Jeremy Chin. Fair, but Chin has made a name for himself in the league. He has, he has. Yeah. That's fair. But just to go off the Panthers and how their stupidity is playing out this season, they put out the tweet and a rumor, and other people have said it, that they're now looking to trade whatever capital they have for a number one wide receiver. They already trade all the capital they have. They had DJ Moore. <laughs> I know. That's what people are. I mean, I don't know who runs this team a little it's bit. so but stupid. If they were thinking of that, they should have kept DJ Moore, not trade for Bryce Young, keep their first round pick the next two years. And if they still suck this year, they would probably get Marvin Harrison or Caleb Williams or Drake May. Would you rather have Matt Rule or Frank Reich as a coach, by the way? Just curious. Oh, God. 
I think I'm going to take Frank Reich, but it's not. I think I go Matt Rule. No, I'm going to take Matt Rule. He was I don't want either. I have had a friend who's a Colts fan for years with Frank Reich, and just I have seen that man go down a spiral of I don't know what the hell I'm doing anymore as a coach. Yeah. He's, he's lost. I want to give him more time as the Panthers there because he's playing with nothing on offense, really. At least with the Colts, he had Jonathan Taylor and a decent offense with Michael Pittman. Exactly. And, and they were winning with... games. They made the playoffs that one year with Phillip Rivers. Yeah, exactly. He made the playoffs that one year with Phillip Rivers. And they almost beat the Bills until the Bills... Well, they actually should have won that game. In the Bills opinion. came back and won that game. Yeah, I think yeah, the Colts shouldn't have let them because they had a very good defense. Yeah, now, Frank Reich had a very good team for most of his tenure there, and he did a really good job of That's what not I'm saying. doing I... anything with it. Well, he played in the AFC with a lot of other good teams. Yeah. But I'm not saying just yet. I got to give him the full year because I'm putting the hammer on Frank Reich, especially with the rookie quarterback and the offensive line being as bad as they are. I'm, I'm just glad I'm not a Panthers fan who enjoys getting pounded. I mean, living in Carolina, we it. have a lot of Panthers fans, and they all say the same thing. It's they like a lot of them are. don't want Frank Reich now, and it's like, and then he's also calling plays, which is not helping his case. Yeah. He needs to give the play calling maybe the OC. Yeah. I don't give know what's Matt going Canada. to happen. Hire Matt Canada as your coach. You know what? That I, would be I a great idea. Be a Get idea. Matt Canada out. Frank yeah. Reich, Matt Canada, who's and Joe Barry is your defensive coordinator. Oh God! What a team that would be. You would go. You'd lose more than seventeen games right? in a seventeen-game season. Right. I'm pretty sure the Panthers fans would probably <laughs> off themselves. I know they probably would. That'd be a terrible, a terrible thing. But uh, they do Very keep bad. begging for all the teams to keep hounding. Yeah. Well, when they can't even do it themselves, they don't know how. Yeah. So they must be yelling at the other team. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> They're so bad. Anyway, you want to talk about any more games? I know we've talked about a good bit, but... I got the Hackett Bowl. They do suck, but this was a game that everybody the was... The team in the NFL. Sean Payton ate his words. Because when he was an analyst, he said Nathaniel Hackett sucked ass and that I, he doesn't understand how this team was what they were. Russell Hackett Wilson is better under him. He is better than him, but guess what? Nathaniel Hackett for the Jets, with the shitty Zach Wilson and Brees Hall, just ran over you guys. Zach Wilson's had two good games in a row. Yeah. Very good games in a row. Well, this game was average. But for him, it's really good. Yeah, yeah that, that's kind of what I was alluding to. <laughs> yeah. I would say it was above average. It's, it... But for him, above average is average for everyone else. So you're raising the bar on him, but... The bar for everyone else is so much lower that you're making him look better than he really is. I want to see the stats now because, uh, I mean, 31 points is a lot. And I know Brees but Hall, Brees Hall had great. 150 yards, you, I think. You know what? Yeah, you know what? That's fair. Zach Wilson had an average game. I'll, I'll give you that. But I, I think I'm still enamored by last week and how just great he was. He threw for 199 yards and an interception. But he still actually played okay. Like he, the eye test, he played yeah, okay. Yeah, but I, I, I don't understand why they don't give the ball to Garrett Wilson. I mean, I know why they don't give the ball to Garrett Wilson more because he's a shitty a good quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. But Brees Hall is outstanding. He's a top five running back. Yeah. And once they this said he's season, back, yeah, he I think he was going to be a top five back last year until he tore his ACL. Yeah. Oh, well, he 100% was. They brought in Dalvin Cook, and I thought that was going to limit him a little bit but because he was a top three back in the league yes. for years. And it turns out, thank God, they have a coach who is running this offense properly and using a back Hackett's, that you should well, be using. Well, it took some while for Hackett to figure out what this play style was going to be. Well, I mean, tell you what. He's losing Aaron Rodgers. It took 180 their whole offensive scheme. And it took three weeks. Yeah, and it's going to take Nathaniel more time. And Daniel Hackett is used to working with Rodgers. Yeah. And now he's without Rodgers, and it's like, okay. 
we need to reset everything here. Yep. And I think they're going to win games by defense and running the ball, and Brees Hall is going to be the focal point. Two and three right now, man, and they might come back and make Maybe a playoff Maybe that defense can help position. them win a lot of games. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> if they make the playoffs, they're going to do dog shit. No, I agree, just like the Colts. The Colts, yeah. if they make the playoffs, they're going to do dog shit too. It depends who they play, but I think the Jets can make a bigger name with their defense. And yeah, I agree with that, 100% agree with that. And, and yeah, so, I mean, my thing was, Sean Payne, I like him as a coach, but, man, he needed to eat his words that game, like, big time. You don't just say another coach sucks ass, and then that coach comes out and steamrolls you the way he did. I still can't believe that he said that. I still yeah. a lot of as an analyst for Fox. Going, yeah. Like, I understand funny. as an analyst you got to do it, but if you're thinking of coming back into coaching, probably not best to hit your other Maybe coaches not. in your fraternity group. And then we're just going to do a quick 180 on the Broncos real quick. Pat Sertain got a pick. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> well, that was the interception that he got off Wilson. Yeah. And then, you know, Nick Benito had two sacks. Whoop-de-doo. Everyone else sucks. Randy Gregory's gone. Russell Wilson is not the problem this year. No, he's not. His stats this year, he's got a 66.9 completion percentage. He's passed for 1,200 yards, 11 touchdowns, two interceptions, 106.7, uh, 106.1 quarterback rating. I mean, that's, that's good. That's danger rust levels from Seahawks. Those are the numbers yeah, he put up for the Seahawks. Those are big words, and I don't know if I'm going to say that he's 1,200 like, yards in five games? I'm not going to say he's early MVP conversation, No, I'm not talking Ross, about MVP. Because he's been like that before, but yes, he is having a very good year. 1,200 yards in five games with 11 touchdowns? What's his TDINT? 11 Richard? to 2. That's great. That's Russell Wilson from the Seahawks. I, no, no, I agree. I think he's a top 10 quarterback in the league right now, and I need to do a bigger deep dive on the quarterbacks who I I think is the best one. We're probably going to do a quarterback ranking next week, I think. We should do that. That'd be fun, yeah. We should do that for next week. Give our top 32 quarterback list. Top 32, I love it. Yeah, no, fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah, We'll do that. We'll just spend like 30 minutes next week, not do as many games and just hit all the quarterback lists. No, we're not doing many games this week. We've got our top 10 list. Actually, that's um, the next thing I want to bring up. Are we winding down on games? Well, let's talk about a couple of frauds, these – Top teams that I think are frauds, which is pretty much every team. Uh, I was going to mention them with my top ten rankings, but yeah. Go oh, yeah. That, yeah. Oh, God, I mean, they're in yeah. the top ten. They're high in the top ten. Too. Yeah. Now, let's go to our top ten. Actually, we'll before we do that, there. I got the Bengals. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about? Oh, yeah, yeah that's Bengals. right. Bengals we, Cardinals. We talked about them a lot. We said yep. that this week was a big game. Yep. Joe Burrow finally needs to do the thing that I thought was going to happen in week three. Yep. Against the Rams. And, and he finally did this game. Finally freaking did it. Joe Cool. Hopefully had the best game. Jamar Chase, bro, 15 catches, three touchdowns, 100, almost 200 yards receiving. He did it without T. Higgins. Yeah, well, that's why. All they had was Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd, by the way, is a good receiver. He's, he's always a been a good receiver. receiver. Yeah. He, he's more than a decent receiver. He's a good receiver. Yeah, yeah, he made a Pro Bowl. Yeah, well, Pro Bowl is a little inflated nowadays. He made a Pro Bowl when he was a wide receiver, too, with A.J. Green. Fair. Okay, I'll give you that. He's People just forget about Tyler Boyd. And they forget about T. Higgins, too, because Chase is there. That's true. But, I mean, again, I, I said it last year. When you have the trio of Jamar Chase with T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, you oh, have God. one of the best wide receiver rooms in the NFL. I think they were rated as the best wide receiver team. I would say from so. From pro football focus and a couple other groups. I would have said so yeah. as well. But, I mean, yeah, Joe Burrow. Joe Cool, Frozone coming back. Yeah, I'm not gonna say he's back because I said he was back earlier. The but... calf strain still kind of hit him a little bit, but he was moving out of the pocket more, yeah. and he looked a little bit better. Granted, I think this game the Cardinals blew because Joshua Dobbs had no interceptions, and I think he had two this game. Dobbs was kind of good. Well, this game he blew it. He <laughs> threw a pick game six, he sucked, but yeah, that gave him seven points because they won the game 34-20. So I think. 
one turnover, you take that out, and then another turnover up, and I think you got three points out of it. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say that they blew because they lost by two scores. It but wasn't like it was close. They blew it because they shot themselves in the foot. And oh, they lost James Conner, which didn't help in this game, too. That's going to, yeah. And then Michael Wilson did not have a good game either. I think he only yeah. had two catches the whole game. It, I, I don't know. I like to think that the Bengals would have won this game even without necessarily those interceptions. Well, one of them was a pick six, though. Take yeah. away the score there, they still won by seven. But then it's a little different of story. Uh, I mean, it's a pick. You, you can't take away a pick completely. No, but I'm talking about the pick six. So That's seven points. They it's, can still go down the field and score true. if it's a regular pick. At least get true. a field goal, so it might be... True. They were in the back of their end zone is what I'm saying. When that pick six happened, it was on true. their six-yard line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what I'm getting at. It wasn't like it was hurt. a 90-yard pick interception return. But you got to give the defense some Oh, credit. I'm giving the defense some credit. But the Bengals, Bengals defense isn't terrible. No, it's, it's average. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, that's probably even being slightly generous, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, Mike Hilton, or sorry, Jermaine Pratt with a pick. and uh, I think Hendrickson also had a pick. Taylor Britt? Hendrickson almost no, had Hendrickson a pick. Hendrickson had two yeah. and a half sacks. Yeah, he almost had yeah. it intercepted. He missed it by like yeah. an inch. Hendrickson's the best player on this defense. Right? Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. He's just the name I always see constantly showing up for this team. Uh, but they need to add another piece or two if they want to really be a threat. They need to do something at the trade deadline. They need to win games, <laughs> and then when they look like they're going to make the playoffs again, if – they got to go on a run. They got to go on a run, but they got to go get a piece at the deadline, a big piece. Go get Bradley Chubb. I don't think they just resigned him with the Dolphins. He's not going anywhere. Man, he's a disappointment everywhere. Fucking Unfortunately, have him, go, have him come here and fix his career. If he didn't have those two ACL injuries, it would have been interesting to see his career. Probably, but um, yeah, no, the Beng- the Bengals are a good team, and yeah, they finally they're showed still, it. They got to go on a run now. They can't lose another game. I forget who they play next week, but they need to show I'll up. I'll tell you, who they play next week. They play the Seahawks. Yeesh. <laughs> I think that's going to be a... That's going to be a great game First of all, I think that's going to be the game of the week. Secondly, I think there's going to be a lot of money on that game. Yeah. And then they play the 49ers. Then they play the Bills. Oh, boy. They better go on a run. Yeah, that's three teams that they <laughs> yeah. could easily beat. I think they might beat the Seahawks. And the 49ers and Bills. A better-than-expected Texans team. A better-than-expected Ravens team. A good defensive Well, actually, the Ravens, Steelers the team. Bengals have a really bad record against the Ravens. Uh, yeah, the Joe Bengals, Burrow hasn't won against the Ravens yet. The Bengals aren't going to make the playoffs this year. They play the Seahawks, 49ers, Bills, Texans, Ravens, Steelers, Jags, Colts, who... Are kind of good. They don't have an easy game left. No, they had one of the toughest schedules this year. Wow. That was what we were talking about earlier when we said that they should have rested Joe Burrow the first couple weeks. Yeah. Granted, they are in a really bad situation anyways, but at least you would have a healthy Joe Burrow instead of complicating and making a better chance of getting hurt. Oh, man. You got lucky with him not getting hurt. It was a tough season for him. I didn't get that. Could you try again? Sorry, that's our uh, third co host. Siri just went off on its own. Hassan really, uh, he really was adamant about adding a third co-host, and we've been keeping her quiet all day. I know she's we, not the football person. No, she's not. No, we're thinking about getting into dance next week, ice dancing. Hassan's really into it. <laughs> I know, I know. So, um, let's you, you want to go into our top ten? Yeah, let's go into our top tens. So we did a special, because we finished a quarter of the season, a little bit more than that, we decided to do a top ten list. Each of us made one. I'll go with mine. They're very similar. I'm going to go with mine first. Um, Let's just go, you go first and then I go first, back and forth. Okay. Or do you want to do your entire top ten? I was thinking we do the full list just to keep it simple. We'll do that, yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, my list, I have the 49ers as the best team, Eagles as the second, as number two. You give some reasoning. Well, do I have to give any reason for the 49ers? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're the best team in football right now. Yeah. Eagles number two because they're undefeated. They're 5-0. and oh. The tush push, the brotherly shove is working in their favor. Such bullshit. A.J. Brown, DeAndre Swift is doing great. I think they're going to be fine. Their defense is a little worrisome. Yeah. But Jalen Carter is probably going to win defense rookie of the year. Yeah, 100% he will. Yeah. Yeah. And Jalen Hurts finally had a good freaking game. He's had a couple good games. Despite that, they still... The defense is doing bad. Despite that, they still should have not won by a lot. The Rams decided to not play. Yeah, And if the Rams would have won this week, I have to be honest, they might be in my, like, top six I would have probably put them in my number 10 hole. I would would have replaced the Chargers. They would have been closer to five. I can't blow my weed list. to me. Yeah. But, I mean, they blew it. They sucked the second half. Yep. Cooper Cup and Pukunakua... Didn't skip a beat, and then they just, everyone decided to not play the second half. Yeah. Except the Rams' defense. Yeah, and the Eagles' offense. Jalen Hurts looked good. Yeah. Mm. Number three is the Lions. I think this team is easily the third best NFC team in the league. I agree. Uh, I love I love them there. Sam Laporta, top five Fucking tight end stud. right now. Yeah, yep. I've been talking about it, saying it. Mm-hmm. He's up there. Amon Ross St. Brown, another top five wide receiver. Josh Reynolds having a good year. David Montgomery, David Montgomery doing well. Jared especially Goff. With, yeah, Jared Goff having a great season. Defense, Aiden Hutchinson's looking better. Every game is better for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he has an interception in the last game, too. Yeah, I think he's just something doing, like that. He's a great stud. He's, he's just doing well. The Jaguars should have grabbed him instead of taking whoever they took. Instead of yeah, taking Trayvon Walker. Probably. Yep. Number four, I have the Dolphins. I think they are probably the best team in the AFC. I know they got shellacked by the Bills last week, but you know what? The Bills lost to the Jags, so... Consistency matters. It does, and the Dolphins are the most consistent team, I think, in the AFC right now. Mm -hmm. Granted, losing Demon Archain or A-Chain is going to hurt. That's a big loss. He's out for a couple weeks. I know they have Mostert, but A-Chain looked like he was taking the number one back role. A-Train. Yep. Number five, I've got the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. I think this is still a really good Bills team, but like I said, the errors Josh Allen was making, he's still a really good clutch quarterback. The numbers prove it when he's needing to make a drive. He's tied with Patrick Mahomes, and we think Patrick Mahomes is the best clutch quarterback in the league. So whatever people want to say, <laughs> you know what I mean. I know, I'm just giving you a hard yep. time. The defense is worrisome, but Von Miller might be coming back in the next couple weeks. He came mm-hmm. back this week, had a snap count. He's going to elevate that rush, that pass rush, help him out. Losing Tredavious White is going to hurt big time, and you saw it this game too because Calvin Ridley had a lot. Oh, the offense, the secondary was having issues a lot. Chiefs is number six. They're the Chiefs. They got Patrick Mahomes. They've got Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. Yeah, she's a star. Yep. Well, why do you got them so low at number six? They're well, because their offense is not as good as previous years. The defense is really carrying them more. So would I be surprised if the Chiefs make the Super Bowl? No, I would not be as of who they've got as quarterback. This is rigged. Yeah, no, I agree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I think this is one of those years where they're going to be talking. This is like one of those years when the Patriots and the Steelers had really good defense and offense wasn't good, and they still made deep playoff pushes. Yeah. Number seven, I've got the Jaguars. Uh, they just beat a hot Bills team. They're three and two. Both their losses came very close. They weren't bad games. I mean, against the Chiefs, they played a defense, Chris Jones, that shuts everybody down right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I do expect the Jags to go kind of far. They're in a bad they're in a bad division where they're the they have the best quarterback and best weapons. I think they have a top five offense really if everybody can click correctly. They're I mean, not there yet. They did technically get blown out by the Texans. They lost by twenty. Oh, yeah, I did forget the Texans yeah. game. That was a weird game. Yeah. 
but they didn't. I don't think they game plan correctly that game. Like their game plan fell apart really easily. Sure. But I'm giving the Texans the win. I'm not well, saying nothing there. I'll also yeah. say about them. Yeah. Yep. Actually, I'm gonna change something. <laughs> you change a little something. Yeah. Uh, I have the Seahawks number eight. Geno Smith is doing good. Ken Walker's great. DK Metcalf. Mm-hmm. I think they're a playoff team, a wild card team in the NFC, and they're gonna go as far as that running game and Geno Smith takes them. Yeah, I agree with you. Yep. Cowboys number nine. Yes. Yeah, they've had some bad losses against the 49ers and against the Cardinals. The Cardinals was even worse because that's a game they should have won. Yeah. The injuries are starting to mount up a little bit, and the questions on Dak aren't going to go away. This is still a playoff team. If they're in a weak NFC, NFC conference, they will still win 10 games. I would be shocked if they don't go if they don't win 10 games because that defense is going to win them at least another three or four. Yeah. And sooner or later, the offense is going to click. Losing Kellen Moore is starting to show, I think. Mm. And then last but not least... Actually, I'm going to stick with my original pick with the Chargers. The Chargers? I'm going to go with the Chargers. Okay. I was thinking of another team, but I'm going to go with the Chargers, actually. Who are you thinking of? You I was thinking of the Texans, but I might have them at 11. See, I, I love the Texans, but I, I can't put them or in 12. my top. I, that's what I I'm saying. i got to put the Chargers right above them because of the overall team. Yeah. Like they got Justin Herbert. Power. Yeah, Justin Herbert playing amazing. Austin Eckler is coming back this week, it looks like. So if you have them in your fantasy teams... Be ready to start him. I'm not playing any Ecklers this week, so. Lucky you. <laughs> I'm not playing any either. <laughs> well, I've got Eckler in my team in a fair. couple other weeks. And, you know, Keenan Allen, top five wide receiver this year, I think. Statistically speaking, Statistically, yeah. yes. I yeah. don't think he's top five in any other way, but yeah. with he's the numbers he's putting up this year, shown out. Yeah, he's shown out you. big time. Yeah. And I think uh, Quinton Williams is going to um, do uh, – Quinton Williams. Uh, Quinton Johnson, I'm sorry. Yeah. Is going to do better, especially with uh, Mike Joshua Williams. Joshua Palmer's the number two receiver. Maybe, but he Mike is. Williams, <laughs> I don't I understand why everyone in our league consi- yes. thought Quinnen Williams was the number. You mean Quinnen Johnson? Quinnen Johnson. Yeah, you did I, the same thing I did. Yeah, yeah. It's very late. It's, it's twelve thirty. Okay. Yeah, let's go to your list. So number one is, you know, it's it's the line. No, I'm just kidding. It's the 49ers. Who the frick else would it be? It's not close by anyone and anyone near them is under fraud watch because they are so much worse than the 49ers right now which by the way like the 49ers are just the best team in the nfl yep it's not close i don't care if they lose the next three games they will still be my number one Mm -hmm. i don't care oh yeah number two is the eagles and they are a little bit of a fraud because it doesn't feel like they're the second best team in the nfl it doesn't they have nfc do what i think they're the second best team in the nfc well, I also think they're the second-best team in the NFL. This is the top-10 NFL list. Yeah, I know, but I – yeah. yeah. And, and, like, every single game they've played, it's been close, and it, you just sit there and go, like, okay, like, it doesn't feel like this team is going to make a Super Bowl run, but there's not really anyone else competing, and they do have the talent. Jalen Hurts finally showed up, but at the same time, they probably should have been – a lot closer, maybe even have lost that Rams game if the Rams team showed up to play two halves. I mean, when you're the Rams and you score with 32 seconds left and then you let the Eagles score on you in those 32 seconds to go up 17 to 14 at halftime and then the Rams do absolutely nothing the second half and you only score six more points, it's hard for me to sit here and be like, oh, the Eagles are a top two team in the NFL. So I do, even though they're my number two, first fraud, fraud watch. Second fraud watch, Bills. I love the Bills. I hate calling them the frauds or a fraud. I don't really think they're a fraud. I just think they do Bills things. 
but it's not an it's like a new verb for them yeah it's it's just the same shit like you lose to teams you shouldn't and that's fine but then you do it in the playoffs too and you end your season early but i still like the bills they are going to be able to beat any team it's just are they going to show up that week which and bills team is going to show up yeah Sometimes the answer is going to be no. It's I, the bad team. I do compare this to the old Pittsburgh Steelers teams mm-hmm. and the Ravens teams back in the day, even the Chargers teams or the Colts teams where yeah. they decided when to show up. Like yeah. They had talent there, but which team is really going to show up because they don't have an identity yet. Yeah. And I don't think they still have an identity. I think it relies too much on Josh Allen's athleticism yeah. and nothing else. I agree. And I think Josh Allen is going to compete for his first MVP this season. I'm not saying he's, he's up there. going to be one right now, but he's looking good. Yeah. And then, but also, sometimes this team has James Cook showing up, and the run game looks good. Sometimes the defense shows up, and the defense looks good. Other times, it doesn't. And they rarely ever put on a complete show. It's... Yeah, it's trying to beat that story with them. And when they do, they beat the Dolphins by 20. They're scary when they put on a complete show. And they are the number two team in the NFL when they do that. But right now I can't because they're just just too inconsistent. Three might seem high for those issues. But I just can't put any of the teams below them ahead of them right now. That's fair. Number four is the Lions, though. I know you had them at three. I've got them at four. It's not a big stretch. Yeah, and I I liked them a lot the other week. I put them at six, I think, and now they just keep winning games, and they beat the Panthers by, I think, the Panthers' biggest loss 42 to 24. I think they lost by 18, yeah. And honestly, I think they could have probably won more, but it was in garbage time. Yeah. They scored a couple oh, of yeah. scores. Oh, yeah, I think they freaking let the Panthers score a couple yeah, of times, Yeah, they kind of let it. They were up by 30. It felt point. like they could have just destroyed them. And they were yeah. destroying the Packers. Goff left in the middle of the fourth. I don't think he finished yeah. the game. And Most of the starters were pulled. They were destroying the Packers last yeah. week, too, until, like, the Packers just had a couple of good drives. And it felt like the Lions were like, all right, we got yeah. this in the bag. And then in the fourth quarter, they were like, oh, crap, we don't. And they scored at will again on yeah. us. So the biggest this question is defense. Yeah. Can this defense keep it up the first couple games when the games are still close? Yeah. Because I still don't trust this defense 100%. The Lions? Yeah. That's true. But They've got playmakers, but I don't fear this defense. Like, Pittsburgh's defense, mm-hmm. I don't care about the offenses. I still am afraid of Pittsburgh's defense. I'm right. afraid of the 49ers' defense. Yeah. I'm not afraid of the Lions' defense if I get into a close game. Well, the other thing, too, is this team hasn't played any really elite team yet outside the Chiefs which was great, but they did play the Seahawks, and they lost by six, and it was a good, it was a good, good game. game. It was a yeah. good, good game. But that's what I'm talking about, the defense in that situation. Yeah. Defense should have clocked down a little bit, knuckled down, won them that game. But I want to see this week. They play the Bucks, Ooh, and yeah. I think the Bucks are a good – they've been playing really well. I want yeah. to see how the Lions go up against what is a pretty solid defense and also an offense that's playing way better than anyone would have thought they would have played this yeah. week. So I think this is a big week for them. Um, it's going to kind of depend on whether or not they stay up this high for me. Uh, but, yeah, right now, they're a top-five team. There's no reason to have them outside. Number yeah. five for me is the Dolphins. I know you got them at three I had them at or four. four and you've we kind of had three, four, five, and five. Yeah. All the same, Definitely. just in different order. Yeah. Dolphins, I got them below the Bills because um, – I like the Dolphins a lot. I just do question whether or not they can beat some of the teams above them. Their defense has huge questions. They're then, speedy. They're very fast, but what's wild is can they keep up with the offenses who have been doing it? Mm-hmm. Can they keep up with the 49ers? I doubt it. Can they keep up with the Bills? They showed up, showed that they probably might be able to sometimes, but they didn't against the Bills. And the Lions have been putting up a lot of points too. And so it's hard for me to honestly say that this team is better than any of the teams ahead of it. 
On top of that, I know I called the Eagles frauds, but if the Eagles fix their defensive issues and if Jalen Hurts can start doing the things that we know he can do, like he did this past week, the Eagles are better than the Dolphins too right now. Yeah. My number six uh, is the Seahawks. Yeah, I had them at eight. Yeah, not a big difference. No. I like this team a lot. Exactly what you said. Kenneth Walker, stud. Geno Smith, very good quarterback. DK, Tyler Lockett, good wide receiving core. Big issues defense. I think that that's going to be the big limitation for this team. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's going to cost them some games. But they, they beat the Lions. They did. And but... they're playing the Bengals this week. And I think the Bengals right now are going to – we might be seeing the Bengals up here if they beat a couple of these good teams the next few weeks. If they go 3-0 in the next three weeks. Oh, my God. Then I'm putting them back in the yeah, – then the they're back five. where they were at. The top five, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's what we expected them to do early on when we thought if Joe Burrow was healthy, they could have easily been 6-2 and two or something like this. Yeah, and yeah. easily. Number seven is the Chiefs because they're frauds and yeah. the refs are rigging games for them. Uh, they lost the Lions. They should have lost this past week and they should have lost the week before, but they didn't. Uh, the Vikings should have beaten them. But, hey, uh, they win games and Patrick Mahomes is on this team, so I had to still respect them. Kelsey injury we didn't talk about. The ankle injury that he had, he left the game, came back, and he's on a DNP this whole week. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, something to talk about. Because they're playing the Broncos, up. but... On a Thursday game, he's probably not going to start. You know what's going to be real funny is when the Broncos nearly beat them. Watch that happen. It would not shock me if without Travis Kelsey, that offense is anemic. Yeah. Because they're going to be relying on the running game more. Yeah. So I think, you know, where we had the Chiefs 6-7, and seven, it's not too much of a stretch. They could move. I'd love yeah. to see them lose to the Broncos. I want to see them lose It would be the first the time he ever season. lost the Broncos in his career, I think. It would be hilarious. It would be funny. And Russell Wilson's a vet quarterback, and he looks like he's got his shit back together, so it could happen. I am not joking. That is a trap game. Chiefs defense is good. Yeah, it is. But Russell Wilson is, like you said, good. Yeah. So I don't don't know. I could see that being a trap game. I could see it too. My number eight is the Cowboys. Yep. Sorry, the Cowgirls. And um, defense is good. And they can put up points. But Dak is a big question. When your defense is that good, you're not going to drop below 10, hopefully. But, yeah, this is a very limited offense. Uh, as we've said, Dak has just not been it. Yeah. The defense has given them so much. Dak's able to score against bad teams. Well, the defense and the injuries in the defense are starting to pile up a little bit, too. Well, I want to put them in A because I'm not going to move them down because no. of injuries. But if they start seeing the effects of all of those injuries and they start losing games, especially games they should win, they're not going to be in the top ten for much longer. They play the Chargers Monday night. That could be a loss. Yeah, that could be. I mean, that's a good, good offense. So yeah. we're going to see just how much these injuries are affecting them. The next one is the Bucks, and this is a team that I probably won't move down much whether they, if they lose this week. But if they win, they're playing, I believe it's the Lions. The Lions yeah. at 4.30. And so, I mean, I could maybe move them down to ten with the loss. But if they win... They're probably going ahead of the Chiefs, whether or not the Chiefs win or lose. <laughs> but, I mean, the Bucks are, are a solid team, and uh, they deserve to be in this, the top ten right now because their defense is very good. Yeah. So I, is Baker. I thought about putting them in my number ten hole, but mm-hmm. I put the Chargers there because there's more talent, more upset than the Chargers. I think the Buccaneers are doing it, but 
they have less competition. To I just against. can't respect the Chargers until they actually show me that they can win games. I mean, that's 100 percent accurate. Mm -hmm. I mean, I struggled between the Chargers and Bucks, and yeah. I said, you know, I'm putting the Chargers there because of who's that quarterback. We have to have one difference. <laughs> yep. And then my number ten is the Jags. Yep. Uh, they've played well three games, and they've played bad two games, and. When you let an anemic Chiefs offense beat you by only scoring 17 points, it's hard for me to sit there and go, wow, you were That's a really true. good game. But that defense for the Chiefs stuffed them four times in the red zone. It's, it's because what I think Trevor Lawrence is, last game it changed. But Trevor Lawrence, those first four games, was not what everyone was no. advertising him to be this season. On top of that, you lose by 20 to the Texans. And the Texans are not in our top ten. No, they're not. Yeah. And it's unfortunately because they probably lost to the Falcons. Otherwise, they would probably be in the They would have been my me. number 10 if they didn't lose the Jags. Same. Yeah. But um, the Jags still got to get the respect they deserve for beating the Bills. Trevor Lawrence showed up. Travis Etienne is played well this season. I yeah. think he is a very good running back. He's in the conversation top 10 this year. Yeah, I'd say that, yeah. He might at the end of the season be in the top five because I don't think Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler, those guys are going to be Chubb's there. Nick Chubb's injured. Nick Chubb is injured. I mean, it's going to be CMC. Zach Moss. <laughs> I was thinking Zach Moss, but after CMC, I think it's everyone else. Brees Hall. Brees Hall is definitely number two, I think. Who else is even yeah. on the freaking, yeah. Who else is ATN playing ATN might be coming in that. James round. Cook has had more good games than most people. Yeah. David uh, uh, Ache. Achon. Raheem Mostert's also had great games, too. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, yeah. who's... No De one DeAndre Chiefs. Swift is another guy. But I think he's, like, outside the top ten. At David 10. Montgomery might be a top five guy. This year with the year. stats he's putting up. Yeah, yeah, he might be. And that's wild yep. to think about. But, um, yeah, no, that's that's my top ten. Pretty yeah. similar to yours. Yeah, we you just had a couple just, differences, really. Yeah, you have the Chargers up there at ten. I have the Bucks at nine. Yeah. So... Oh, gosh. Okay. Do I do my spread sure picks? picks? Well, you only have one. Do you have a sure four this week? Leave or you've got me less? alone. I have to do one. Uh, I mean, you went one and three last week. It's fine. The Rams fucked me, and so did the Texans. Well, uh, you know what they say. Vegas always wins. You'll leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's late. I'm going to egg on you after all the comments you made about my Yankees. And hate it's not my fault baseball. you're a fan of 38 different M MLB Screw teams. You. There's not even that many MLB teams. You know what? Just finish your damn picks. Okay. So my first one is obvious. I'm going to be taking the Chargers if they're ever not favored by more than one score. Against the Browns, minus four and a half. They're at Cleveland. I don't care. I am taking the Browns. I'll fucking tease this game up by like three touchdowns. <laughs> Freaking do it. It's the Browns. Or it's the 49ers, and they just beat the Cowboys, who have one of the best defenses in the NFL. By Browns are pretty good too. 32. Yeah, they are. Jim, they. Their defense pretty good. Yeah. Their offense might not be, but their defense is a top. It's up there. Deshaun Watson's coming back off an injury. Yeah. They are rested, but coming back off an injury, I think it's going to be a little rusty. I think they'll have a slow week, so we'll see what happens. My other games. Oh, geez. Let's let's look at some of these because I'm, I'm having a tough time. I'm not going to lie to you. Because these spreads, they're like plus three and a half. And it's like I'd love to take the Ravens over the Titans if it wasn't plus three and a half. But it's not. Um, I'm going to take, let's see. I'm going to go back to, you know what? I'm going to take the Colts plus five over the Jags. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's at Jacksonville, and I need to stop taking away teams. <laughs> That's fair. 
Uh, let me put that in. I'm gonna add one in there. I'm gonna take. I don't know what the spread picks are, but just by looking at it, mm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the Texans over the Saints. That's one of the ones I was looking at. And the Texans are actually plus two and a half. I was looking at that. Taking um, the Raiders over the Patriots. Same away from that. Actually, what's the spread on that? I don't know, but I think I'm taking the Raiders over the Patriots. Let me see. Raiders, Raiders are favored by three. I'm taking the Raiders over the Patriots. So you think Raiders are Raiders minus three? It's in Vegas. I'm taking the as bad as the Patriots. I'm, I'm going to take played. the Texans with you. Yeah. I like that one. Saints at Texans. Yeah. It's plus two and a half. So it's just mm, I mean, I don't like the Saints. You know I don't like I the know Saints. You don't like I the think Saints. they're frauds, so they just burned me last week, and I think that's holy why. I'm honest to God, I'm between the Raiders at minus three or the Dolphins minus 14 against the Panthers. Those are the two games I'm looking at here. I'm going to pick the Raiders over the Patriots. Dolphins, Panthers. You 14. said it in the same tone like five times. I think I did. But <laughs> Dolphins 14 is a lot of points. I don't and I care. think the. If they get into a sh- if they blow them out early, the Panthers have a chance to maybe cover that spread. Where's where's the uh, Bills? The they, Bills are playing the Giants in Buffalo. That's definitely like a minus fourteen game too. Fourteen and a half. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and it's at. Oof. If Saquon comes back, that spread line's going to change to at least maybe ten. Oh. I'm staying away from the Bills Giants because I don't know why, but if Saquon comes back. He could actually have a game against the Bills defense. See, my issue with the Raiders and Patriots is I don't think either team is going to get 20 points. I don't think that. I think it's going to be like a 17-10 kind of game, and the Raiders are going to win. Raiders got better players. Max Crosby, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs has got to have a good game sooner or later, and this is the game to have it against the freaking Patriots right now. No Christian Gonzalez. J.C. Jackson actually did come back to the Patriots from the Chargers. Um, I'll, I'll do, I'll do, you know what? I'm just going to go with the Bills at Giants. I'm going to yeah, go with the okay. Bills beating the Giants. Right, minus 14 and a half. Giants at the Bills, minus 14 and a half Bills. That's fair. That's fair. Mm. And you can make fun of me all you want when it doesn't happen and the other two that we talked about hit. <laughs> 14 and a half is a lot of points, buddy. That's all I'm going to say. Bills drop bombs. They do. And the Giants, like I told you, are ass. <laughs> If Saquon comes back, I wouldn't be shocked that the Bills make this. What are the, what are the odds that uh, he does come back? Because if they, if he comes back, I might change my pick. Um, I think it's like a 60-40 kind of thing. And I'll be honest, too. I'll change my pick, and I'll be honest about the pick. I think it's a 60-40 kind of thing. I'm going 4-0 this week. I don't care. Watch me go 0-4. The 49ers lose their first game. They haven't reported anything new just yet. Okay. I mean, it is only Tuesday, so there's plenty of time left. But that's my picks. Good picks. Hopefully you do better than one and three. Listen, it's my first week of one and three. I had two weeks of three and one and two weeks of two and two. That's fair. One of them is bound. Also, on top of that, what was the time when we did this stuff in the Pick'em League? All you motherfuckers were below 500. I always came back, though. Yeah, he usually came back starting like week 15. And no, it was closer like... than that. It was like week 12. Mm. I think I went on a stretch where I went like 30 and three two years in a row. 30 and 3 was not it. You did not It was 20. Good. It was that good. You were like I 13 in, and 3 two weeks in a row, and you were still so far behind me I that came I still in third. won. Yeah, and I came in first both years because yeah, all you were it. dog shit. I no, I didn't it. rig it. <laughs> sent picks to my buddy every week. I know. He sent them to me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, you guys are just bad at this. Apparently, I'm not as good as I was. I mean, you, you, maybe I should have done it. Maybe, maybe you guys would have won this yeah, year. It would have been my first year below 500. Yeah. 
But uh, let's uh, send it off. It's getting late for us. It's almost one o'clock in the morning, and we got work in the morning, yeah, unfortunately. It's fun. You don't have any meetings. I Close do. this out, <laughs> no, that sucks. Well, thank you again for listening to us. We hope you enjoyed the show. Rate us five stars. Give us a review on any of the platforms you listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Google. We see Amazon. who rates us. Yes, we do. We appreciate <laughs> it. We hope to have social media up soon. That's up to Austin at this point. I'm letting him take the reins on that. It's up to us. Yeah, I, I'm running you under the bus <laughs> after your pick comment. This is a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we appreciate all your listening and everything. Uh, you know, and review, comment, rate us, and we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks, guys, for listening again. And yep, look forward to week six and seven.